This is your audio editor puppet here. Early in the podcast, Execute refers to the ships in the front row. Just imagine all the small ships under the sun and you'll have an idea what he's talking about. Enjoy the show. G'day and welcome to these runners. I'm Execute. Today I'm joined by my partner in crime, Algrid. How you doing, buddy? Oh well. Oh well. Can't complain too much. No one listens when you do, so it doesn't matter. I'm sweating bullets. I don't know about you, um, but it is way too hot, uh, and I want to turn the air conditioning back on. So we're gonna get the show over and done with. No. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, Rez... so when so when you're when you're rushing, that's why it, it's nothing to do with trying to speed the show up and get a short show. It's just to do with comfort and inability to cope because it's very hot uh not too hot here at the moment but it was a very very hot night so i'm feeling absolutely rs because i'm just so but enough about the weather rez yeah how are you <laughs> i'm doing pretty good nice nice to finally talk to y'all <laughs> yep likewise um i'm gonna be honest with your fleet rez i struggled with this one there were some really weird choices that we had to kind of make because um, you, you basically kind of came to us and said you're in a combat support. And I think you've spent way more money than you needed to. Um, and because of that, I, I, would, I would normally recommend someone diversify into different types of gameplay. Um, so for me, this was a bit of a different one. Algrid, what about your thoughts on it before we kind of kick it in? When... I know when when Riz first came into the channel and said, "Hey, this is my fleet." I was wondering if I could, you guys could give us a hand with it. And I looked and I thought, "Hey, this is an interesting fleet um, based on the desire to be for an org and doing org support and org combat logistics slash style of things." And when I looked at it, I could see where you were going with a lot of the stuff, but also the the in terms of the bang for buck, it just wasn't mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, but I can remember reading the chat and people saying, "Oh, why you got so many of this? Why you got two of this?" And I could say, "Yeah, it makes but made perf was no no query on my mind. I could see why you had done it, had done it, but it was just that bang for buck aspect that was yeah. was there. And there were then some holes that I I thought were missing there in terms of that as well. So as I said, right. interesting interesting fleet. I'll flick it over to um the browser. This is basically, um, normally we get them to go through every single ship they have and why. Might do that for some of them, but not all of them. Um, basically, that whole front row I've lined up there, that's what we ended up cutting. Um, and regular viewers of the channel can probably understand why we did that. There are some in there that we, we looked at that may be the alien ones and stuff like that. But again, they're made for the human market, so we kind of move those. Um, why have a core drilling sampler odyssey and there's no minor so that was really weird for me um you agree with that algorithm i'm assuming yeah in terms in terms of the combat support and everything else but i think that's one of those ships that's worth hearing where you read mm. looking at and, and wanting to understand where it was coming from and yeah. then looking at why we've also got it there and and mm. where uh, we see the value, where we see those aspects yeah. that he was looking I, for being filled by other ships. I guess in hindsight, you could kind of pair it with a Pioneer um, mm. for just the building the mining bases, but the Pioneer can be paired with other things as well. So I found that yeah. a weird one. Um, but things like um, there was no Liberator. Um, 
you know, uh, we went through and looked at some other stuff as well. So, um, can you, I don't know how to do this, Agar. I'm kind of thinking like we just get him to go through and tell us like, I might clump some of the ships together. So can you give us some of your thoughts, Rez, on why you brought so many small fighters? We'll start there. So everything like oh, the, Mer the, the, the Merlins, the Buccaneer, um, the two defenders, the Santokii, and the Cartoel, like those type of things. Well, and I was going for an aspect of when I bought the defenders, when I got two of them, I was going, every time I saw a Banu Merchantman, I always saw two defenders around it. And this is before they came out with the hangers for the Banu Merchantman. I thought maybe it would have a place to park both of them, since you, every time you see one, they always had two defenders with it. The call to all was a scout. And I've, like, I've had hard times with, reg with the regular human fighter ships and I got really good with the call to all okay. like it's a very maneuverable it can turn on a dime it can fly in any direction you need to go so I'm assuming that's a similar thing for the buccaneer because that's kind of fairly mobile as well yes yep what about the merlins and the archimedes tell us about those well when I bought when I looked at when I got the merlins and the archimedes I was thinking of okay we're out of quantum I have my carrot. I need ships to do security routes around the fleet while we're sitting still. And I like the carrot has that small hangar bay in the back. So, so basically, ships... so basically they were for lookouts. Yeah, they were like like just scouting in the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. What about the two retaliators? What? Why a base and why a bomber? Why not just one? Well, the bomber. Well, the bomber is dedicated for the bombing role. The base yep. would have been more of a quick, with the module for the um, dropship module and the cargo, it'd be a quick in and out. Let's drop them here with ammo and supplies, let them do their scouting, and then the ship's out of there before you even knew it was there. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, what? And then for me, why, why the Taurus and the whole B and hull A? Well, uh, when I was talking to my org about this, we kind of came up with the concept that the whole A, when it's fully collapsed, could fit inside the small hangar of the Kraken. But later, when, w that's why I got it, because I was going to collapse it, put it inside the hangar of the Kraken, and then when I needed to go from ship transferring supplies from the Kraken to the battle on the planet, I could use the whole A to fly in between. Instead of having to bring the whole Kraken down, I could bring the supplies down and have the Kraken sit in orbit. Okay, I can actually, I can yeah. actually see that one. What about um, the starter profession ship? So like the Terrapin, the, Vo uh, the Vulcan, the Vulture, and the Prospector. Is that just so you've got your finger in every type of industrial gameplay? Well, like if... I got the, when I got the Vulcan, I was looking at the Crucible and I thought, well, maybe with the Crucible's busy fixing one ship, or I have the Crucible busy off somewhere else doing the job, I could use the Vulcan to go around and do those small repairs with the droid, with the um, drones. 
fixing my fleet ship, my org ships, and fixing like minor damages. Like if a gun got damaged, I can have yep. a drone go out and fix that. And, and the others? Well, the vulture was going to be easy storage on the Kraken. Like if after a combat situation, my my job in the org would be come in and mop up what was left. Yep. So mm-hmm. I would use the vulture to go go around and look at the ships in the fleet, see which ones are damaged. If if I can't fix that certain spot, use the vulture to scrap the outline to make it make it more suitable for repairs. Along and, with the um and things that are outside combat support, like the ter- like the the terraprint, I guess, is more scouting. But what about the pr- prospector? What, what what's the thoughts behind Pro- that? The prospector was to go out and um <clears throat> like if we're in a combat, if I'm in a, sit in a situation where I see an asteroid field next to me, the prospector's job would have been to fly from the kraken over to the asteroid field and start mining resources so we could bring them back to the kraken to store for take them back and making a quick buck in the area okay all right um, yeah so that's that's all the ones that we're kind of get removing um and i think the bigger ones i'll kind of leave because we can talk about that again when we get over to the other side but um and, and before we do go on, like saying we're removing these ships or, or cutting them, it's not saying they're not good. Have, having the P-52s in the small hangar of the Kraken or on that and being able to use them as local defence, great idea. But when you're looking for bang for buck, when you're looking yeah. at the price of those ships compared to the vehicles and you look at the, the, the Buccaneer, not the Buccaneer, the Dragonfly being at the moment in game like thirty or 40000 uh, and you're looking at a rock miner being 70000 Even if they triple the price, even if the price quadruples it, you know, you're still looking at a, a rock miner being two hundred and eighty or 300000 And a P-52 or even an Archimedes is still going to be most likely within that range. And yeah. so they're types of ships to buy in game if you're looking for bang for buck. If you Real, really realistic, bother, then having them there is, is no problem. But when you're looking for bang for buck, which is what we do on the show... Um, their, their ships of a chopping block. And realistically, you can take one of those big ships up there, do one mm. mission with them, and buy quite, you know, a couple of these very, very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be from the same profession. So you could take a crucible and earn a vulture. You could take a crucible mm. and earn a terrapin, but you can also use it to get the same profession, which is the Vulcan. And when you've got the bigger one, you don't really need the smaller one because once you get in game, uh, that bang buck mentality, you can just, you're better off to put into a new profession and, 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 and just get all the big ones of the profession. Anyway, so what we did was this. Um, and there may be some more changes to this down the line. Um, so one of the things was he actually had a whole E in buyback, um, but we may find when we work a bit more through him that uh, a C or a D is more appropriate for his needs. Um, but he does have one in buyback, so we utilize that at this stage. Um, Algrid, what are the what are the highlights for you? If you wanna, um, for me, pro- probably the uh, the the reason why we've got the D or the E is simply because Red says I'm I'm a long hauler. 
that yep. that's my bread and butter. That's the thing I like to do. Um, and so his his desire to do um, fleet support logistics um, just makes sense to have a long hauling ship. And he had the B, he had the A and the B, but he didn't have anything really larger. His biggest hauling ship was his BMM, and that doesn't really. Even though it can do the long hauling, it's kind of like a whole seat. It's it's totally different aspect because it's got that it's got that merchant aspect yeah. as well. So, um, so for me, adding adding a, a long hauling ship there really mm. seemed to fit with what um, he was what actually he looking for in terms of his fleet and, and what he was saying he was after. Um, so a couple of couple of highlights for me: um, taking the Odyssey getting a CCU for $25 and turning into the Nautilus allows him to support the fleet before the battle, not just, you know, during and after. So he can put down the mines, get a defensive barrier going and stuff like that. Um, he mentioned the Vulture and that, that he wanted to use that to go out after a battle. Well, again, the Reclaimer is bigger and better, and you can, again, that bigger mentality where you can very quickly earn the smaller ones underneath. So that Reclaimer is essentially all the, the ships underneath it. Um, and again, that's going to be much better in a battle and it, uh, after a battle, sorry, and it pairs very well with the crucible where they can feed each other. Yeah. So if the ship's not good enough to be restored, then it goes to the, um, reclaimer. And if you can restore it somehow, the crucible can start repairing it and even yeah. take further resources off the reclaimer. And, yeah, and, last, and that... lastly for me would be the liberator because that, that is very much uh, combat support. Mm. Yeah. And, and when, we're, when one of us in that came up when we were talking with Rez was that he was saying when he wanted to do the combat support, it was kind of that combat support, logistics and industry. And by industry was meaning that the, the aspects that went along with that combat support. And and I could see the staff here being there to to harvest fuel and and refine fuel. What I see still missing in this fleet is is a is a mining vehicle to to be able to gather those um the container and bring it to the to the stuff where it's refined. That really pairs well with that idea of re rearm, repair, refuel. Mm. Uh, same with reclaimer. The reclaimer is a is a classic ship for that. After the battle of going through, and you're strip, not only are you stripping off the the components that are repairable, you're stripping and stripping mm. off the weapons that are repairable, uh, stripping out the ammunition, taking out the fuel. But you're also ripping ripping apart the ship and turning into components, which, for, as Execute said, the Crucible would use to repair ships. Um, any of those components or weapons you repair that you're not using on your fleet, you can chuck in your merchantman and sell them off. You know, yeah. so um, to me, though, that synergy of those ships just works works well. Now, I know people are going to say, but they're all big ships and they're all massive crew. And you've got to remember, this was we were asked, help me fix my fleet for my org. This is a, this yeah. is my this is my contribution to my org, and these are the ships that the org will be using. Mm. And, and so, and some of those the crew, the, the crew the questions org... kind of dropped off, didn't they? I was just going to say, sorry, the, the some of those things like why the miners are not there as well is that there are other people in the org that yeah. would that, that would take care of that. So that's what yeah. why this is so kind of tailored in one direction. And I did struggle with it honestly because I I still yeah. think you're better off to cover all your bases and get um, generalized gameplay. Um, Rez, how do you feel after we've talked through this with you and, and are you happy with the outcome or, or, or you're not happy with it? You just tell, tell us your thoughts, mate. I mean, after y'all explained to me, like, with 
like y'all said, with the bigger ships, I can easily go buy in-game the small ships that I want. And when you showed me where I could save money or make more suitable decisions for the org, I really am happy with the results that y'all showed me. I mean, like you said, the Reclaimer's better than the Vulture. The Nautilus would be a better choice than the Odyssey because I could prep for a battle before we went into a battle. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, um, I, and I know you were talking about the Odyssey as being that ship that you and your mates could just hang out in and kind of live in when you're, when you're just doing the game. But I really think, you know, ships like your BMM are going to offer you exactly the same option. Um, the, and we, the we also know his org leader has an 890 jump. Yeah. So <laughs> they would both so, be better options, wouldn't they, Algrid? In this, uh, yeah, this. yeah. In, in terms of the hanging out, I think the the the, the mm. even the eight ninety, I think, is a better option than an Odyssey. You, you look at the even the scanning suite, but it's actually stated as being in the eight ninety jump. It's a wills op. Mm. Uh, I think the. That, so I yeah. Think that... I think the ship that would be on the chopping block would be the Perseus here. Um, because next, because you've also got the Nautilus and the Polaris that kind of do cover that quite a bit. Yep. And like you said, Algrid, if it wasn't that price it is, I'd probably almost suggest an Orion just because it does cover that last really mm. big industrial thing that he doesn't have. Um, but again, it probably is something you can buy in game, you know, like having the Kraken, the Merchantman, the Pioneer, and the. Um, you know, um, the, sorry, the Hull E and the um, Polaris yeah. that are all bigger ships than it. He could probably use any one of those to get it, though, if he wanted to. Um, that's not saying the Perseus is a bad ship. It's just not bang for buck. But it kind of survived this transition, I think, because we were trying to s tailor it so heavily uh, to combat support. Um, and I think the other, the other thing we said about that Perseus was when the heavy, um, sorry, the medium carrier comes along, that's the one that would probably recommend you yeah. chop and turn turn into that. Yeah. And as I was looking at it, but the, the next two ships I'd be looking at converting or changing for me was also the Genesis Starliner. Now, for me, I've said in the past, that's my last my last best hope for a, for a ship that fits mm. into the, the Crusader line. Um, for me, it's a ship, one of those ships that really tickled the fancy. It was uh, variable. It was modular. It was just ticked all those boxes but in terms of that combat support i can see it not really being there i can see it being used to, yeah. to transport but massive the reason the, yeah and that's the reason it survived was that potential or promised um i can't remember yep. which one it was um military transport one um and just but, logistically transporting those troops yep. and yeah but i could see that role being filled by other ships in the in that fleet and so for me if i was looking for a ship other ships to, to melt or, yep. or to convert to other ships, that would be one of the ships that I'd be looking at, um, probably yep. looking at moving so that I wasn't needing to put more money in. Um, but it does get the best bang for back. But that's it, not it, saying those ships are not good. Yeah, it, it does give him that different, like just, you mm. know, left a field of that um, long haul trucking thing too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, except he's like <laughs> transporting livestock, if you get what I mean, instead yep. of uh, cargo yep. containers. Um, you get where I'm going from there. So yeah, I think that yeah. kind of um, kind of wraps that one up. Um, is there anything that you'd like to add, Rez, before we sign off? I mean, I've, I've sat down and actually looked at what y'all said, and 
when I went back to my account last night, I did come, I did sell off a bunch of ships and I did come up with more money to what y'all quoted, what y'all said that would be the difference between the, my original fleet and what I, what the upgrades should be. I mean, not should be, but more y'all suggestions. All right, good. Anything you would like to add? Just, nope. just to reiterate that idea that when we're saying ships are no good or not good for a fleet, we're not saying they're, they're bad ships. We're not saying you don't yep. want them in your fleet. We're, we are really specifically looking at that bang for buck. And I know a lot of people always say, you always say the big ships uh, and you don't think of a crew. And in this fleet particularly, we weren't worried too much about the crew because this was specifically being tailored for his, for his fleet that was mm -hmm. working with his org. And yep. so in that aspect, we didn't really worry about that. But by our, by our considerations, we do always consider. Mm. Um, yeah. But, you'd, yeah. And you'd have to, you'd have to, um, we're going to, we've talked with his organ and we're pretty sure that the other gaps mm. that he doesn't have are going to be filled. Be a problem. Yeah. Um, if you like this type of video, like this type of content, uh, really does help us out. Uh, subscribe, support us on Patreon if you want to do that as well. Um, we do have a gentleman like, hit that like button hit that like button mm. you know, we we do have a gentleman we do have a gentleman that's been caught converting our episodes into podcast format on anchor um i'll try and leave a link in the description below so those of you that don't want to actually see our ugly mugs and just want to listen to it you can do that too um and that'll be both on uh the fix my fleets and the regular shows and all that stuff um anything else i or have i hit it all leave your comments. We do read every comment. Um, I'm sure Rez would be interested to see what your thoughts are in terms of where his fleet is, what he's doing, and also your thoughts on our suggestions. You are um, just trying to delay me getting to my air conditioner. I can now see through your yeah, evil plan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm I evil. I know. All right. So the voice in the void has been Rez. He's been, oh, I don't know, evil Al. evil Al. And I've been excellent <laughs> execute and we'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Bye, everyone. Oh, man. I said see you in the next one. Oh, man. It's the hot. I'm getting heat deprivation. What it is. Say bye, Rez. Later. Hope you have a nice day.